Welcome, everybody. It is another edition of Turnbuckle Talk presented by the Hitting the Marks Podcast Network in association with IndiePW.com, available right here on LoveWrestling.ca and now in partnership with 80stees.com. My name is Carl Carafel, joined alongside Bubba Duke, and this is Turnbuckle Talk. Bubba Duke, how you doing? I'm doing awesome, buddy. How you been this week? This week has been uh, a little, a little crazy, a little nuts, and uh, I am still doing the shoot job. AEW has not picked me up yet to use my voice on their programming, so I am still doing the shoot job. And with that shoot job, I do have to go in for 8 p.m. tonight again, seeing as though it is now what time is it now? 6:07 p.m. Uh, this may be a little bit of a quicker episode once again, but. No worries at all. We will power through this as we usually do. You got anything interesting uh, that's happened to you during the week? Uh, not that I can disclose just yet. Um, I have some things in the works. Awesome. Awesome. Good to know. And hopefully over the next couple of weeks, we can find out. We do want to mention, if you take a look at our logo that is there, uh, Remembrance Day or Memorial Day uh, is coming up. Uh, we have decided that uh, for these next couple of weeks, we will be using this logo with the poppy available there so that we can show our support as well for that. We're going to get right into things here with this edition of Turnbuckle Talk. And boy, is it a bit of a big one. Um, I know that I have discussed this on some other programming, but you have not had the opportunity to discuss this yet. So we're going to talk about it because, well, this is my show and I can talk about whatever the hell I want. We are talking Ring of Honor and the news that came out last week after we did. It always seems to happen. After oh, yeah. we do a show big breaking news like this comes out and the big breaking news as most of you will probably already know is that ring of honor will be taking a hiatus uh, for a little bit of time at the end of December. So I'm going to throw this over to you, Bubba Duke, because I know that you <laughs> have not had the opportunity to talk about this yet. So go ahead, take this away. What are your thoughts on this? Yeah, no, thank you. Um, It's about time. And I, I love it because as soon as we get done here, it'll be another breaking news. As soon right. as we get done. Yeah. And we'll be the last ones to talk about it again and everybody will think, <laughs> oh, they're just copying everybody. But no, ROH, I was kind of confused at the beginning okay. as to exactly what, how they were planning on doing what they and thinking about what are they going to do? Like, are they shutting the doors? Are they like done forever? But read that press conference that said, no, we're just um, taking a minute to rebrand and relook at things and start over okay with new stuff so i was like okay i can understand that but what about your talent they're all fired <clears throat> you're fired unlike snug 67 he's not fired he will always be welcome or she i'm sorry snug 67 will always be welcome to watch this programming uh, oh, thank yeah. you so much for popping in and, and, and leaving your comment for us as well. Anybody that comes by and leaves a comment, we show it as on screen as long as I can catch it. Cause I do all yeah. the production here. So, but yeah, no. Um, so what I'm hoping happens is that they're going to come out with this great new ROH top of the line. We're going to compete and we're going to be joined by 
let's say I'm going to go out on a on a whim here and say MLW. And they start up a partnership and all their talent comes back. I am hoping that all their talent will come back. Now, <clears throat> if I was a talent for ROH, mm-hmm. I would hit up all the indie shows I could. Get as many autographs signed as I could. Hey, ROH is coming back. Hey, ROH is coming back. Come check us out. I will be there opening night for the new ROH. You better be there. You know, like just get as much promotion out there as they possibly can for ROH and for themselves. Make themselves even bigger than what they are through the indie scene. Um, Even if they take um, a part-time contract, we'll say with, I'm not going to say WWE, but like... um, Let's say you go to MLW or the AEWs or Impact or whatever. Some guys could definitely jump over to New Japan and rock it over there for a couple months and then come back and start an ROH afresh. Um, I personally am hoping that it comes back with a new look or something newer, updated, um, I hope they're not shutting the doors for good because, yeah, I heard that their library's up for sale and this is happening and that's happening. And, you know, I'm not going to believe any of the rumors until it's the head brass from ROH saying this is what's going on. This sure. is exactly what's happened in stone. Here you go. Now, it's very interesting that you bring up a uh, situation of uh, the talent going and working independent shows and promoting the new ring of honor that will be uh, coming to us in i believe probably march april of 2022 that is something that i haven't heard as of yet from any other show that i've listened to where somebody has come up with the idea to uh use that time to go to the independent shows and really promote ring of honors resurgence that's a very, very good and very valid point. It's something that I had not thought about in regards to partnerships. I, it's cool, but I don't know if it's really something that is needed is partnerships uh, for Ring of Honor. Ring of Honor uh, has built so many great stars on their own that I don't think that they really need to partner with anybody. But if they do, good for them. All right. Sounds good. And in regards to the library, their tape library being up for sale, it has actually been up for sale for quite a long time and nobody has really picked it up. Nobody has bought it. Uh, If I had the money, right? Paying me more, start paying me more and I'm going to buy it. (laughs) It would, it would, it would be awesome. It would be awesome to have to, you know, have the rights to, to own that library. It definitely would, but, uh, yeah, um, it doesn't seem as though that uh, that anybody is really interested, unfortunately, in picking up that library just yet. And I don't know if it's a matter of nobody wants it or if it's a matter of they're asking too much for it. Could be one or the other. Something that, uh, that we are getting a little too much of, I think, is... Uh, Becky Lynch and Charlotte Flair. You have not had an opportunity to talk about this as of yet either. Uh, situation that happened not last night, but uh, the, a week ago, the Monday before, with them throwing the titles at each other and dropping them and stuff like that. I mean, this thing just seems to be imploding. And But, I mean, it doesn't seem to really be affecting Becky Lynch too much or Charlotte mm. Flair. 
So, I mean, this week on Raw, we did get to see uh, Becky Lynch versus Bianca Belair that we're going to talk about uh, in just a little bit. But, I mean, we did get, you know, it's it's not as though anybody's being punished for anything that's happened here. So, I don't I don't know what's going on there. I don't know. I just don't know. Do you have any idea, any inkling, any, uh, uh, you know, anything to maybe understand this? I think it boils down to these two ladies not wanting to have to do the same thing that happened last time that got completely destroyed by media and guys like us. Totally, totally destroyed that. Um, Oh, let's just hand the belts over and, and that's it. Well, no, you got to be mad that you're losing that title that you earned. And why is it not staying with me where I'm at, you know? But the throwing of the titles at each other and that whole hoopla that happened, I mean, it, it's better than literally just saying, oh, here's your title and uh, thank you for mine and uh, see you later. And, you know, like, so do you, do you, you think it was uh, you think it was a work then? It wasn't a shoot. It was a work. I think the girls came up with that on their own, to be quite honest. Yes. Um, I think WWE was like, okay, this is how it's going to go down. Go to the ring, trade the belts, who, hey, good for you, and let's go. You know, typical two seconds, and that's all you get. Sure. Um, and I think they just, I think, honestly, it was Charlotte, and Becky just went along with it because she really had no choice. Because Charlotte was like, I'm going to do it whether you want to or not. And because she's a little disgruntled right now, right? So, I mean, why? I, I've just heard some things that uh, she's not uh, getting the matches she wants um, with these individuals to build them up. Um, like the new talent, the, well, they're not new, but some of these female wrestlers that they have that they could put in a title run for a title or to have the title for a little bit, like the Bianca's the Liv Morgan. Um, like there's just so many female wrestlers that they could use besides these original four horsewomen that I'm honestly getting sick of seeing with titles right now. Now to come that, back to your, to come back to your point there, just for a yes. moment where uh, you say that Charlotte isn't, isn't getting what she wants. That That's, that's business. That's work. Um, mm -hmm. You're there. You're there for a job. I understand that, you know, you're entertaining people, but you're there for a job. You go to any other job and if they have, you know, um, a restaurant, let's say you've got servers, you've got host, you've got dishwasher, you've got cook, you know, and you just kind of walk into the place and they say, hey, we'll give you a job, but you're going to be doing some dishwashing for, for a bit, right? You're going to be the dishwasher. And then you look at them and say, I'm the host. I'm just going to stand out there and direct people where to go. They're going to tell you to hit the road, Jack, and don't come yeah. back anymore. Like yeah, that, but that's what's going to happen. And does Charlotte really think that she is that high and big enough that she can really start calling those types of shots? She might, She's a flair. She might think that she is, but at yep. the end of the day, she doesn't own the damn business. Nope. Exactly. She's just working for them. Exactly. I honestly am starting to think that um, if she doesn't start seeing things that way, that you're literally this big in a company that's, you know, this big, right? right. Quit quit trying to be Ric Flair. You're not Ric Flair. You're Charlotte Flair. Um, you know, I could talk about this all day. Literally, she needs to just 
tone it down. Do what you're told. If you don't like what they're telling you, uh, there's the door. There, WWE will survive without Charlotte Flair as much as she thinks that they can't. Right? Sorry, Charlotte. I don't want to be the one to break that news to you and break that bubble, but you're not as big as the old man. They're only pushing this because you are a, a flair, to be quite honest. You got all these titles because you're a flair. No, yeah. Don't get me wrong. In the same sentence, this woman has talent. This woman can wrestle. She could, you know what I mean? If she didn't have the last name Flair, I don't think she'd have as many accolades as she does now. I don't think so either. I really don't. No. But again, there's the door. Uh, you got a boyfriend in AEW right now. That's right. Um, I'm sure AEW would knock you down a peg or two and, and take you in, but you need to lose the attitude, sweetheart. Somebody that uh, that kind of has like seen the door right now, um, kind of walked through it, closed it, and uh, ran, and has just been missing for a while, has been Mr. AJ Styles. Uh, since Crown Jewel, we have not seen anything from AJ Styles. What do you think about uh -oh. that? What do you think is going on? Did uh, Mr. Styles make it out of uh, the, the country over there? Is he stuck there? <laughs> I think he definitely did make it out. Yes, we, no, we, we can say that he did. Well, did we did we see anything odd when he was wrestling last? Did he tweak a knee? Like, what's is he on the DL? Is he what's he doing here? The Does only he, thing that I've been hit? able to figure out and see right now is that uh, he is apparently out with a non-injury medical issue so i don't know uh what that really means um i don't know if maybe there was a positive testing of something um that may maybe have ha had has happened but isn't a uh huge severity to his health uh i know that that's a medical thing but i mean a non-medical injury or a non-medical issue i don't know i don't know maybe yeah. there's uh stuff at home uh, that needs to be taken care of. Maybe, uh, maybe, maybe there's something you're right. Well, and I mean, it says non-medical, right? So may maybe there's just some big, big thing that's happening with, uh, with one of his children that, you know, maybe they're doing, uh, this really big, uh, theater production with school. Right. I mean, who knows at who this knows? point, it's really a lot of speculation that's going around on it. But, uh, when we hear more, we're definitely going to kind of bring yeah. it up and, and see, cause, it's very interesting that uh, that somebody, especially the caliber of AJ Styles, would just kind of be gone after a uh, pay-per-view for a non-medical issue. And uh, not really, not that we need to know, not that we should no. know, but normally there's something that happens that would take them off screen for a while. And we really didn't get that. And uh, yeah, it's just kind of. It's kind of weird. And then sometimes for, for people like us that are fans that uh, enjoy watching this person, yes. we kind of get a little worried about where this person is. Ed coming in here. Thank you so much, Ed. Love you, man. Uh, the flair name keeps her at the top, but she is head and shoulders better than any of the other horse women. Okay, so I'm glad that you put in there the horse women. <laughs> yeah. Um, I personally don't agree with that statement at all, but 
hey, we're all entitled to our own thoughts here, and that's what makes this programming great. We're not going to try to be the conglomerate and shove things down your throat. So, <laughs> yeah, right. No, my my thought on that is is only because she's uh, taller than the rest of them. Is that? She's... <laughs> <laughs> oh, geez. HCW Sports, thank you for coming by. Hey, no need to say sorry at all. Life happens. We get it and we yeah, understand buddy. that. No problem at all. To catch you up, anybody that is just joining us to catch you up, really all we've talked about is uh, Ring of Honor for Bubba Duke because Bubba Duke was not able to talk about the Ring of Honor stuff that's been happening uh, as of late. And then we talked about... Uh, Becky Lynch and Charlotte and the fiasco that's still happening uh, apparently nice. between the two of them. And then we've touched on kind of where AJ Styles is and hoping um, he's okay. Wondering where he is. Well, JPJ, I love you. Thank hey. you for coming by for looks. I definitely would say Bailey um, is the best of the horsewomen. Um, you know what? Definitely. Honestly, I, I think Bailey is absolutely fantastic with everything that she does. Um, she's been able to take on a few different characters in her time and has made them all work. I have been absolutely blown away by every character that she's done. And this latest one with the ding dong. Hello. I, it, it blows <laughs> me away. I love that. I love that. It's fantastic. That one, uh, that oh. one got me, and the the first one she did, the hug one. Yep, the hug in NXT. I completely loved that because she was all about the little. She come out, see a little girl in the crowd, she give her a big hug, and you know they would say, "Hey, you're my favorite," and she, you know, and off to the next. It was she. She was. They're all good. Don't get me wrong. You're just, yeah, things about them. I'm just tired of seeing them right now. HCW Sports, I want to make sure that this is correct here. You said Bailey has a great presence in the ring. Love that. Psycho? Is it supposed to be Psycho? <laughs> Psyche? I don't know. But uh, either way, Psycho or Psyche works. It definitely works. It does. Um, yeah, honestly, hey, we're talking about this right now. We're talking about the original Four Horse Women of NXT. Okay, so... We had, uh, who was it there? We had Charlotte Flair, we had Bailey, we had Sasha, and we had Becky, correct? Yes, sir. Okay. Who was your favorite? Wow. Of um, those four, of those, uh, out, of, out of those four, who was your favorite? I'm going to have to say Bailey. Just, she has that girl next door look to her, you know, like she, she just seems so innocent, but yet, can turn on a dime you know what i mean like like he like just as hcw sports said yes she is a psycho she could turn and she had that like oh i'm sweet and innocent but i'm the one that got you in trouble i think it's uh i think it's getting pretty unanimous here uh because mine as well bailey um jpj coming in and saying bailey as well uh also saying that uh, sasha banks is the best in ring in his opinion um Ooh. i mean this this is great i mean jpj saying that uh best in the ring would be okay. sasha whereas ed earlier had said that um she's hit that uh, charlotte is head and charlotte. shoulders above any of the other original four horse women 
Um, not <clears> that we, not that we, uh, like butt, butt heads and uh, fight against each other, but it's just very interesting how different people can view things, yeah. can view things and, and have those people that they, they are drawn to when it comes to, uh, either person or whether it's in ring abilities, anything like that. Um, yep. I mean, for myself, okay, going through the years as a Canadian professional wrestling fan, Brett the Hitman Hart was the talk on everybody's tongue. Now, don't yep. get me wrong, Brett the Hitman Hart is a fantastic professional wrestler, one of the best through the years, in my opinion. But I was always a fan of Shawn Michaels. I just gravitated more towards that. I understood a little bit more uh, about Shawn Michaels and, and how he was. And, you know, he kind of had that, I want to be like type of quality to him. Yeah. Right. So, I mean, it's very interesting to see that, you know, there's different opinions that are out there and it's happened not only now, but it happened back in the day as well. HCW sports agreeing with uh, JPJ totes agree and that's a that's a term i have not heard in a very long time wow. totes totes i love it though sasha brings the thunder every night you're right every night that we do see her she definitely does she always has and i think she always will and she understands now this is something that is that is very very vital in professional wrestling that more people need to understand she knows when she needs to take that break and step away for a few minutes or a couple months to be able to refocus and regroup and rejuvenate and re-energize herself to come back and bring that thunder. That's yep. right. To bring that thunder every night. Yep. So, yeah. What do, you, what do you think? Do you think, do you think Bubba Duke that, uh, you know, something that Sasha has done, she has gone out there and she has uh, made sure that she um, takes that time for herself to be able to be at her best. Do you think that uh, there's enough people doing that? Or do you think that there should be more of that going on? There definitely needs to be more of that going on. A lot of people are not taking care of themselves properly because they think in the way that they've been brainwashed is that if you're not on the TV, you're not relevant. So they think if they take this little bit of time off that they're not going to be relevant and people are forget who they are, which I think is complete and utter BS. I mean, who cares if you need to take time off for whatever, then you take the time off, get yourself back together and get back in the ring. And uh, as far as the best in the ring, <laughs> I just, I got to put my two cents in. I always thought Becky Lynch was better in the ring. Okay. <laughs> she just okay. She just had that that spark for me. But again, we don't all have to agree. That's why we do this. So we can discuss things like that. That's right. And I mean, this is not even something that was on our docket of topics for today, but it came out and I absolutely love this. And how did this yep. come out? Because of you. Because of all of you who decide to come on and watch this programming, it's because of you that we're able to do this and continue to uh, bring you these and talk about amazing stuff like this and interact with everyone. Yep. I love it. 
I absolutely freaking love it. As always, if anybody that is watching or in the chat right now has anything that they want to talk about, throw it out there because oh, we're sure. open for that. We're 25 minutes in and we're nearly halfway done this episode, but there really wasn't a lot for us to, uh, to kind of go out there and talk about. Um, there really wasn't a lot of professional wrestling that I was able to watch this last week since last Tuesday till today, uh, just because of my shoot job. But Hey, it is what it is. We cut, we came up with some stuff to talk about and um, stick around for our showstopper segment because this one's going to be a, yeah, a pretty big doozy, I think. <laughs> uh, yeah, I definitely think so. And HCW Sports coming in there. Becky has great matches with Charlotte, hands down. You're right. I Yeah, yeah I do have to say that they, they do. Um, I am not a fan of Charlotte Flair. Um, I just, I don't know. She just doesn't resonate with me. Just not one of those females that does. Uh, for for me, I resonate more with with Bailey or with like Alexa Bliss or <laughs> Liv Morgan or Mandy Rose or I don't know. It's just that's kind of kind that that's that's my cup of tea. Those ladies are my <laughs> cup of tea. Ah, uh, yes, short yes. and beautiful, right? Yes, you're right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Short, minus, can minus Bailey. Bailey's Bailey's kind of kind of taller. Bailey's a little bit on the tall side, but now that I think about it, Liv Morgan, Mandy yeah. Rose, and Alexa. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> JPJ, JPJ. Charlotte is at the bottom for me of the four. However, he is pro Charlotte. I mean, I'm I'm not. Uh, I can't not argue. pro Charlotte. I'm I'm having trouble with words today. Um, <laughs> it it happens. It happens. Hey. And we're live. It just it happens. It's not that I I I'm not pro um, Charlotte, but she's just just like you, JPJ. She's at the bottom of the list for me here. Uh, Ed coming in with his list here. There you go. His list is Charlotte, Bailey, Sasha, Becky. So, yeah, a huge eclectic mix and uh, just just different, different, right, than everyone else. And that is perfectly fine and okay. Uh, I know that Bubba Duke has not seen this, but I definitely did. Have you guys seen Austin Theory's Fisherman's Suplex? Um, no. I can't think of the name of it either. I really can't. I can't <laughs> remember what it is. But I did see it. And yeah. Austin Theory has that um, that character that you love to hate. But hate to love as well. It's it's a very weird catch twenty two situation. Uh, Austin Theory, you want to watch him wrestle and you want to see him work, but at the same time, you want to wrap your hands around his throat until he stops breathing, um, and then bring him back to life just to slap him across the face a couple of times to uh, make sure that he is still alive before you put him into a rear naked choke and make him tap out. Um, <laughs> but. I digress. 
yeah, that that suplex, that fisherman suplex, it's fantastic. It really is. It's great. Um, I'll have to check it out. Oh yeah, definitely, definitely. Uh, I think it was called ATL. That's possible. That's possible. Yeah, I I don't know. I really don't know. I don't. We'll know. have to figure it out. Yeah, at some point we will when we see more of Austin Theory on Monday Night Raw. As we have seen him a little bit here, we've seen some interaction with him and with Rey Mysterio. We've seen interactions with him and Dominic Mysterio, um, him and Jeff Hardy, Austin Theory and Jeff Hardy as well. Um, Austin Theory kind of doing this. He's kind of being that pretty boy. Yes, I'm going to say that pretty boy with the whole... Uh, camera taking the selfies with people uh, that he is in the ring with or defeats or just before or anything like that. It's uh, okay. yeah. Yeah. It really reminds me of somebody who is quite pretty. Yeah. Are you're, you're just not catching on to that. No, not you at all. Damn. Not you at all. I get ruthless aggression. Cena vibes from theory. I do too. You know what? I honestly, I do too. Um, Baba Duke, what do you, what do you think about that comment there? JPJ saying that he gets ruthless aggression, Cena vibes from Austin theory. Yeah. A little bit. Yeah, you could, I could, I could see where that's coming from. Yeah. Good, good analysis of where he's kind of at at the moment, but yeah, he's very, uh, uh, what is that? Breeze dangle. What was that? Taking selfies all the time, thinking they're pretty, pretty. Right there, Tyler Breeze, HCW Sports coming in with that one there. He is a mellow Tyler Breeze. That's the vibes that I get from him. I definitely do. Um, And then you're right, HCW. Um, His in-ring is tight. Great athlete. He definitely is. Definitely is. And uh, Ed coming in here, this one is probably a little bit more for you, Bubba Duke. Yep. Um, check out his evolve work if you can. Okay. Yes. Um, Austin theory and evolve has been fantastic. I mean, Austin theory is fantastic in his own right. He definitely is one of the better performers that are out there today, I would say. And yeah, I mean, that's good. You just got to check it out. You really do. I've been a fan of Austin theories in ring work for a while now i have seen stuff that he's done with evolve um this character that he's playing now that's more mainstream and thrown into our faces is something that i'm not a big fan of and i know that you know this is you know kind of been characters that he's done before whatever but uh, Mm -hmm. for me it's just kind of like eh, eh, yeah i don't care oh it sucks I miss Tyler Breeze too. Me three. Yeah. That Tyler Breeze. Yes. The Prince Pretty Tyler Breeze. Um, Before Fandango came in there. Yeah. I mean, even during his time with Fandango, I mean, I I loved that as well. Tyler Breeze is just an all around good competitor and uh, I'm very happy with it. Very happy with it. I'd like to see that tag team end up somewhere together. That would, that would be, be cool. That would be cool. 
So we've talked a little bit here about some four horse women. We have talked about uh, Austin Theory. We've talked about John Cena vibes coming off of that. We've talked about Tyler Breeze as well. We've talked about Rey Mysterio and Dominic. And here, let's talk a little bit more. Are Rey and his son going to turn on each other? And the end of this match was a setup for something. You're right. I I 100% agree. The end of this match was definitely setting something up. Uh, Bubba Duke, you're just going to have to watch it to know kind of what the heck we're talking about. But um, yeah, it. I think I think that they are going to turn on each other at some point. And I think that at some point, what we're actually going to see is that Rey Mysterio is going to just kind of fade off and fade away. And we're going to see Dominic start to don the Rey Mysterio mask and not work as Rey Mysterio, but work as Dominic Mysterio instead. But with the mask to continue on that legacy. That's just my thoughts. I could be wrong though. That would be super cool for him to take on the Mysterio mask. But he'll be neat. But yeah, as a heel, not as the good guy. No, no, no. His dad, Ray has definitely done the good guy thing. I'd like to see a dark Mysterio, you know, have that, little edge to it that that darkness come out a little bit that would be neat i would like that i think it would be cool too i definitely do know it was really cool this week and i know that you got to see this because i showed it to you (laughs) and we're talking the opening matchup for monday night raw yesterday Becky Lynch versus Bianca Belair for the women's yeah, championship. Dude, I, I don't even know what to say about this matchup. I I loved it. I absolutely loved it. Now, there you're going to have a lot of people that are out there going, oh, but did you see where they missed this and where the, this happened and where that happened? Shut the f- up. Okay? That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> Shut the f- up. Because... Yeah. This was a great matchup, and I loved every minute of it. And the good coming from this trumps anything that you can say was bad about it in my books. I agree with JPJ here. JPJ saying a banger. Yeah, it was a banger of a match. Um, Bel Air was top. Yeah. Top notch, freaking top notch. Uh, Raw had quite a few bangers last night. Yes, they did. did. Um, We're going to save at least another one of those (laughs) for uh, just a few moments here. And then, uh, yeah, HCW Sports. I mean, I'm 40 years old. I've been watching professional wrestling since I was three. I kind of know a little bit. I worked inside the ring. I did the job. I know about how things work. I know that sometimes you got to have that good open and that good end. And that's what you got to have and everything in between. And it's the same with, with anything. It's the same with freaking anything. I'll, I'll give you guys a little bit of insight into, uh, into me that you guys really don't even know is that I was part of a choir. I was actually a choir director as well for a while and the biggest thing that i continued to ensure that my choir understood was that 
if you hit everything great at the beginning and you hit everything great at the end, if there's anything that went wrong in the middle, nobody is going to even care or remember because they're going to remember how amazing that beginning was and they're going to understand and know and feel how amazing and powerful that ending was. And that's all that's going to matter. And it's the same with professional wrestling, that good open, that good ending, whatever happens in between kind of gets lost in translation and put by the wayside. Yeah. And you know what, Ed, I have to agree with you on this. Raw was really quality. was a real quality show last night. It was. It was. I was so happy to see that because, I mean, I'm somebody that loves professional wrestling and I want to see the WWE continue and do great things because I know that they can. Oh, my goodness. Mm. Bubba, take things away from yeah, me. No, I need a I, drink of my <laughs> non-sponsored yeah. Dr. Pepper here for a moment to uh, yes, please, by all means. catch my breath. I uh, I will agree. I enjoyed this match i did i catch some things that i didn't like of course because that's just how i am i'm a little you know retentive about certain things being done certain ways but for those little like you said those little tiny things that i noticed that like one thing who cares yeah see last night proved it yep we all want WWE to succeed because listen, we all started watching their product when it was WWF. Okay. When I was a little kid, I remember catching the first WrestleMania with my dad on pay-per-view. So, I mean, you got to think how long I've been watching. That's 85, right? 85, 86 when they did the first WrestleMania. And I'm the same age as Carl. I'm I'm six months older than Carl, and I've been watching it that long. So, I mean, do I know everything about wrestling? <laughs> Hell no. <laughs> Hell no. Do I appreciate wrestling? Yes, I do. So, I mean, that's what it, what it comes down to. I My passion for wrestling, I critique a little bit. But sure. at the same time, I'm more into the big pops. That makes me forget about it about the thing that they've screwed up on because literally they had one spot. I'm not going to point it out, but they had one spot that I thought was, they kind of messed up and then bam, they got right back onto the horse and they started nailing out the spots perfectly. So again, WWE, you're getting two thumbs up this week for me. You, you did it on raw perfectly. JPJ saying the in-ring time was the most it's been in a bit improved the show greatly i have to agree with you there i did not feel as though it was a three hour show last night i was actually sitting there going wait it's over it's over already and that's the first time in a long time that i have actually done that with the with the wwe product and i continue to watch it i even subscribe to the wwe network with sportsnet now okay because i don't have i don't have cable television but i've got i it's online sportsnet now i i subscribe to it that's how i watched it last night yep that's how i continue to watch it and i have been watching and it is so refreshing well, that's the speed that this happened. Yes. You and I both even looked at each other and went, that, I mean, that's, that's it. It's, it's what? 
It, it, it just started. Why is it over already? Wait, you didn't even watch it. What are you talking about? I watched it with you. You did not watch all of Raw with me last night. Not all of it, but most of it. <laughs> <laughs> but regardless, it didn't feel like a super long show. It I literally felt like I had just sat down and it just started. And then, pow, it's done already. Yeah. Fresh again, matchups as well. Yes, there were. Yes. And thank God. That's what they need to do. Keep it fresh. Have different people interact. Yep. Yeah, it's 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 been absolutely fantastic. I am happy with what the WWE did last night, especially starting it out with such a banger of a matchup. Just happy with it. And and thank you. According to everybody else over there in the chat as well, they they're happy with it too. As of right now, they are happy with it too. Yeah, we're going to take a little bit of a uh, breather here for a moment, but uh, it's only going to be a very, very quick one because we're going to talk about a little bit of. Breaking news. So I just came across this here. And I find it to be very fitting considering what we had talked about a yep. little bit earlier. Okay. Um, actually, I have to put this one up here super quick. Yes. yes, Ed, you're right. It is. It's why WCW used to open up with the cruiserweights. Yeah, it's that's very true. So we talked about Sasha Banks a little bit earlier and how uh, we feel that, you know, it's it's been fantastic for her to actually go out there and... Um, takes the time that she needs well it just so happens that i come across this article here like literally five minutes ago that says another former professional wrestler believes professional sports need to put more focus on mental health and talks about the tag me in initiative that person being WWE legend and former women's champion Lita or Amy Dumas, Lita, talking about that. Um, she says wow. on the Tag Me In initiative, October is mental health month. It's, I'm sorry, I don't sound like Leah at all. So forgive me for that. October is mental health month. It just seemed like the perfect time to start this initiative. With professional wrestling, the whole exterior is to be tough and not show pain when you're not in the match. To not show pain physically, but to also extend that to not show pain mentally. So we just started this conversation amongst ourselves with friends and or with friends in the business and said, okay, we need to smash that. We need to break open and... We need to break open that and not make it a taboo subject. I think it needs to extend on both sides, both phys physically and mentally. Yeah, it that did hurt because that's the whole thing. And wrestling to go. Are you okay? Did you know that you were hurt? Did you get hurt? Um, and you're always just like, nope, nope, I'm good. Right. This is Lita talking here. Uh, so that also extends 
to mentally. And I think that just trying to maintain that superhero exterior among everyone, uh, but your most inner circle um, is a problem. So I'm not going to read through the, the the rest of it and the entire thing there, but she's she's pretty much saying that, you know, in amongst themselves, they definitely would have been talking about this. Um, but to anybody on the outside of, of your little inner circle that you would have been going, no, I'm fine. I'm good. I don't know what you're talking about. So, yeah, Lita hopping on to that as well. And I don't want to call it a bandwagon because I, I personally think and believe that this is probably one of the best initiatives that have come out for professional wrestling um, ever, ever yeah, right now. Time, sure. Yeah. So the ticker down below, tag me in United dot com. Um, and to be part of the conversation, use the hashtag tag me in United. Um, I think it's definitely needed and I'm happy that it is something that is being brought forth. And then especially by my favorites of all time for the women Lita. Yeah. It's definitely a big thing for, for people to step up and say, listen, I've got a mental problem right now. I need help. That takes, that's like 90% of the problem is admitting to somebody that you need help. Um, it is. I know for personal issues myself personally that it's not easy to admit that you have an issue with anything, whether it's mental, physical, you know, any kind of thing. Um, it definitely is a big thing. But if listen, if somebody asks you for help, don't belittle them, please. If you can't help them with their situation, direct them. Listen, there's this, there's that hotline, there's tagmeinunited.com go there there's a lot of people there that'll help you with this issue you're having i personally can't help you you know just just be there even some people just want to hear have you listen to them just so that they can get it out right like just be a friend even if you're not the person's friend be their friend talk to me what do you what do you need to talk about and we'll get it worked out together Sometimes that's all they need to hear is, listen, I'm there for you. Let's do this together. So they're not doing it alone. Sorry, I gotta, I'm going to get emotional. <laughs> to move on, do you have anything from breaking news? Any breaking news that you want to talk about? Uh, not really, no. No, nothing. I can't think of anything. Yeah, it's, it's, uh, I mean, yeah, hasn't been... Uh too big of a week for anything breaking news but not really no yeah and that's fine because that just means that we move on to our match of the week segment there we go what do you what do you what do you do in there sorry that was hearing my half dancing whatever in the chair thing oh. and I stupid no 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 it didn't look <laughs> stupid i just wanted to make sure that you were okay that's all not having a Go seizure over here, right? That's that's <laughs> what I was wondering. Are you seizuring right now? <laughs> no, nope, just rocking out good. to the cool music for breaking news. There we go. Tell us, Bubba Duke. I will let you go first this week. Uh, what is your match of the week? Ooh, match of the week. I am. I'm going to shock people here. I am going to Monday Night Raw, and I'm going to pick my boy Big E be seen for the first time ever 
Kevin Owens. Dude, that was a banger. It looked like two bull moose fighting in the bush. <laughs> it really, like, they were hitting each other. Like, there was, it looked like a no-holds-barred bar fight between two yeah. giant dudes over one tiny little girl going, please don't hurt each other. And they just, they went to the max, bro. And I was very satisfied with this match. Like, I couldn't have asked for a better match on Monday Night Raw, except for the, the women's match. Like, I had a toss-up. But because I like KO and I like Mr. Big E, and it was the first time these two gentlemen have ever fought each other. So, again, another another bonus point for WWE on that one. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, it was, it was, they hit all the points. They hit um, the attitude they had. Even Big E at one point just looked angry. Like, dude, you're done. I'm done with you. I'm done playing. <laughs> it's time to rumble. And it was just awesome to see that emotion out of these two guys. Over what? A possibility down the road of having a, a, a title shot. That's right. Like just not even being handed it. Just the thought of, okay, maybe. And if you beat Big E, you'll move up in the ranking a little bit. But, you know, but they went all out. And I really, really enjoyed it. We're going to get to some of the comments here from our fans. So JPJ saying Danielson versus Kingston. And I'm glad you bring that up because that is mine as well. Um, I, I absolutely loved it. it. It was fantastic. It was just crazy. And to see these two go at it, it was just, they're two crazy freaking guys. It was, it was great. I loved it. One of the best matchups that I've seen from AEW in quite a while. Plugo. Hey, thanks, Plugo. What's that? It doesn't even matter what it is. It just that's means cool. that uh, Plugo is here, and that's all that we care about. That Ooh, buddy is Plugo. That Him and I need to talk. About. Yeah, there you go, Plugo. Uh, somehow, some way, uh, maybe I'll shoot you some contact here for Bubba Duke, but Bubba Duke wants to chat with you if you are okay with that. So, Plugo, let me know over in Slack if you are good with that. JPJ saying uh, that he also loved Balor and Gable from last night. That was a good one, too. Yeah. I was yeah. honestly, my match of the week was your pick. Until I seen Big E and KO going up, dude, I was sold. As soon as their music hit and it was, I knew it was the two of them, I was on the edge of my seat. Give me more. Not everyone knows, but I know that uh, Bubba Duke is a big mark for Big E. And that's perfectly fine because we all got to have our favorites that we like. So that's, that, that's great. No problem yeah. with that at all. None at all. So I just, yeah, I just saw another one. Oh, there it is. Okay. Yeah. Chad Gable is so damn good. Should be doing more. You're right. Can't argue that. Can't. No. You can't argue that. He's he's a great wrestler uh, as far as what he's been doing through the years of his career to what he's doing now. Dude. Dude, why is he not got a belt of some sort right now? Right. I think he should. I think he should. 
Yeah, he has been absolutely fantastic throughout his entire WWE run. I mean, at times even being endorsed by Kurt Angle himself. And if you get an endorsement like that, yeah. Money. Yeah. Right. (laughs) (laughs) What was that? Oh, Pluggo. Okay, thank you. Yes, after the show, I will get a hold of you for a, for a moment there, and uh, uh, we can discuss some things. Um, <laughs> the tag team, MSK versus Imperium, was a banger, too, from Halloween Havoc. You're right. That one was, too. Um, I had to go through and try to find uh, a good different way to be able to do or to be able to see that. But yeah, because for some reason I was having some some glitches happening, but did get to see it. And it was absolutely fantastic. And I still need to know what MSK stands for. Right. Yeah, I've been trying to rattle my brain. My little hamster in here has been going, what in the world? What in the world? I can't figure it out. Serena D versus uh, uh, Sheeta as well. Um, yeah, like I'm, I'm already excited about this, and I, I'm like, yeah, 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 yeah. Please give me some more of that because that was fantastic too. <laughs> oh my goodness! Anytime that I see Serena Deeb is on a card, I want to make sure that I'm watching because I absolutely love Serena Deeb, and I mean, even back uh, from the Straight Edge Society days all the way through. Oh like, yeah just absolutely fantastic we are pressed for time though so i think what we're going to do here is we're going to take a quick commercial break and then we're going to come back with our showstopper segment so please everyone just stand by for a few moments while we go to a quick commercial wrestling a love and a passion we all share I've started a wrestling brand, the wrestling brand. A brand founded on the aspects of wrestling. Two entities working together to create a product that connect emotionally for people everywhere. Collar and Elbow is the brand. Passion and love for wrestling is the drive. I am Al Snow, and this is Collar and Elbow, the wrestling brand. The dictionary defines hero as a person who is admired or idealized for courage, outstanding achievements, or noble qualities. Being a hero in life is far more than words printed on a page. It takes an unwavering code, a compass that points true north always. And in times like these, it takes sacrifice. Hero shouldn't be a word defined by a dictionary. It's a word that should be defined by the best of us. Hero has a new definition. Hi, my name's Barry Radcliffe. You might recognize me from such films as The Longest Ride or Dead 2. Now, as a successful actor, I have two planes, a supermodel wife, countless exotic cars, and a ton of cash. You might think it couldn't get any better than this, but 
You'd be wrong for only $4.99. You could get OVWWrestlingNetwork.com. That's OVWWrestlingNetwork.com for only $4.99. Now, will your life be as good as this? No. Will it be better? Yes, and I guarantee that. That's not valid anywhere. OVWWrestlingNetwork.com is only $4.99. Tomorrow's yesterday is today. Prices so low, they're insane. www.wrestlingnetwork.com. It's only $4.99 a month. In between excitement, me too. www.wrestlingnetwork.com is only $4.99 a month. You get that incredible value. She cost me $17 million and I loved it. Want a real value? www.wrestlingnetwork.com. It's only $4.99. That's a price so low. Well, it's insane. <laughs> and welcome back to Turnbuckle Talk. I am Carl Carafell alongside Bubba Duke. Thank you for sticking with us through that commercial break. We're going to get to our sponsors at the end of the show because right now I want to make sure that we get into this. Showstopper segment. So this one here is going to be a little bit of a uh, different one that says people are going to have a lot of um, opinions on, and that is exactly what we love to do with our showstopper segments. So dark side of the ring. Okay. Dark side of the ring just had their season finale that came on. And I don't even want to talk about that episode because I haven't watched it yet, but I don't want to talk about that. What I want to talk about right now is that we did see in some breaking news earlier in the day and even yesterday that um, Jim Ross, good old JR, has apologized for comments that he has made on Dark Side of the Ring. So this one here, okay, this season of Dark Side of the Ring, we have seen now Jim Ross apologizing. We have seen Tommy Dreamer as well, um, you know, saying some things on the programming and then being, uh, I don't even want to say ridiculed, but being shunned by the community, it seems like. And it's it's irking me. It is really irking me right now because Dark Side of the Ring is a, like a docu-series is, is what it is. Um, short little small documentary series that that happens and goes on and talks about some of the different stuff within professional wrestling. Now. This series that they do likes to go and try to talk and, and find truth to different things that have happened, no matter what it is. Now, these people are going out there, and I understand that they are a, a, a celebrity, that they are somebody that is playing a character, okay? They, they are playing the character that Tommy Dreamer plays. Uh, they're playing the character that Jim Ross plays on, you know, on screen. Even Jim Ross, I, I can guarantee you that he has a, a character to himself. Now they're 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 going out there and they're being asked to be part of these uh, these shows in this documentary here, only to be reneging on their statements and coming back to, um, oh, this is going to be bad for my image later. So. Takes me to my point here. Do you think that they should be apologizing for being real? It's where the title of this episode comes in here. Sorry for being real, or I'm sorry for being real. They're not going out there to be 
their character. They're going out there to be the human being and talk about this stuff. Yet it's, it's because it's being poorly received by other people. They are getting crapped on for it. And I don't think that that's right. Everyone is entitled to their own opinion, as we have stated quite clearly on this episode already today when we talked about our first few topics. I think that this is is terrible, and, and it absolutely irks me that, that people are, are being, I, I don't even want to call it petty, but people are being annoyed and pissed off because people are going out there as a person to do a documentary and, and talking some truths. <sighs> Bubba Duke, what do you think? I'm going to take a movie quote right here right now for you and it's by my friend that played the joker you want the truth you can't handle the truth that is the problem nowadays people can't tell you the truth listen what happened with the tommy dreamer thing was that a lie or was that the truth is that what happened well there's more than one person on that plane that said this happened Ric Flair did this. This person did that. That person did this. And it's not like they interviewed them side by side by side by side. These people got interviewed at different times throughout whenever they were doing the research and whatever for this show. And they didn't get time to tell each other what they were going to say. They didn't talk to each other over the, hey, bro, this is what I'm going to say about the. So you got to say the same. No, listen, what happened on these shows is what happened. And what they said is real. Why should they be ridiculed for telling somebody the truth? To tell us, hey, listen, things were crazy back in the day when we were wrestling. This is what happened. Literally, this is what happened. Why should you be shunned out of wrestling for that? It's stupid. Why should you have to apologize for comments that you made that were the truth? Because people can't handle the truth. That's the problem right now. They don't want to be called out on something because they know, shoot. This could come back and end up as an episode of something I did or I was involved in with somebody else, and then the truth is going to be exposed and I'm going to be blah, blah, blah. Who cares? This stuff happened so many years ago. Who cares? Really, it, all it is now is somebody telling a story. Listen, kid, when I was your age, back in my day of wrestling, this is what we did. Hey, listen, don't do that. Because you can get in trouble for that stuff. We were lucky and we didn't get in trouble. That's the way I look at it. It's the old timers telling the new guys, listen, don't do the stupid stuff that we did. I mean, not even necessarily that. I mean, yes, no, I agree with you. It's definitely, you're right. But at the same time, I look at it as, okay, this is, this is a documentary series that is happening. Um, and they're, they're, they're just speaking their truth. And yet, because you can't handle that, you want to make a big uproar about it and you want an apology from people for it. And, you know, get over yourselves. I mean, it's, it's, it, you're right, Ed. Ed here says it's tough. Yes and no, depending on the words being said and the topics being dealt with. We'll take Tommy Dreamer, for example, with that episode, uh, The Plane Ride from Hell, uh, where, where he said, you know, if this had happened and she, you know, she, I can't remember the exact words, but essentially he said, 
why would she take the take a take a deal and not actually take this further? Why right? didn't she go to court and pursue it further instead of taking the deal? If it truly happened, why did she take the deal and not go to court to prosecute the bad person and put that bad person in jail for doing what they did? And and I mean, I'm not saying that, you know, that it did or it did not happen. Um, you know, the whole issue with uh, with Ric Flair and the plane ride from hell. I mean, but at the same time, that's what Tommy Dreamer says. You know, and that's 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 his thinking and that's his line of thinking and that's his belief there is that, you know, it, why didn't she take this further then? If yeah. this person says that, you know, Ric Flair is this bad of a person, well, you just took a deal instead of taking it to court where, you know, you could put this person away and not have this person uh, do these bad things that happened to you. Not saying that she's lying about anything either because... I wasn't there. I don't know those situations. Yep. But I don't think that, you know, Tommy Dreamer, who actually was there, should be demonized because of his thoughts and his views and his points and his expressions on that specific topic. Yep. That's just me. That's just me. I, I, I wouldn't do that to somebody. I mean, that's your view. That's your opinion. Perfect. Awesome. Uh, you you have every right to feel that way you have every every right to think that way whether you're right or you're wrong you have that right and i'm not in any type of a position to say you're wrong and you can't think that way and because of that you need to just go because you're the worst person on the face of the planet yeah i don't know he, i don't know he even said in in the interview he goes this may not be right because it's not right nowadays. Back then, it was just Ric Flair being Ric Flair, trying to get everybody to laugh and have a joke and ease the tension on the plane, and it didn't work. It backfired. So what? But he even said, like, to do this nowadays would be unacceptable. Yes. Period. Unacceptable. But nobody hears that. All they hear is, well, if he really did that, why did she take the deal? And well, You know what I mean? Like, just... People, it's a documentary of things and events that happened back in the day. And it's from this person's point of view, from this person's point of view, and this person's point of view. Is it going to be the exact same? Hell no. Because <laughs> I see things one way. You might see it. You know, I see black and white. You see purple, green, and blue. Puggo might see freaking orange, purple, and yellow. You know what I mean? Like, who? it's different stories from different people telling a big story of listen this thing is what happened like just get over yourselves people and with that being said something that we can get onto and not over is any of our sponsors we're going to take a look at them right now we are sponsored and proud to be the first sponsored podcast from Color and Elbow Brand, colorandelbowbrand.com. Go and check them out. Any of the merchandise that you see there, you pick some of that up because we have a promo code for you. When you use promo code JKPODCAST, you're going to get yourself 10% off your entire purchase if you're looking for workout supplements or workout gear go no further than phoenix at fnxfit.com where you can get 15 percent off your order when you use promo code tb 
Talk Pod. Our amazing friends over at the HTM Podcast Network, Google that, look for them. You can find us over there as well in audio format. They have some amazing programs and shows going on over there as well. Go and check them out. And our friends at IndiePW.com, where they host this broadcast every week as well in audio format. We are so thankful to those that continue to carry us and get us out there to more people. And we can't forget about Love Wrestling. Since 2021, Love Wrestling has been riding the high waves and going higher and higher. And it's only continued to climb throughout the years and we are so happy to have this program turnbuckle talk as part of love wrestling and a big thank you to Streamyard for not for Streamyard, we wouldn't be able to bring you these video podcasts in the way that we do so thankful that Streamyard has made this available for a uh, relatively cheap price but giving us some amazing quality here so thankful to Streamyard. Thank you to all of our friends, our fans, our family, our supporters, and everybody that continues to come by and check us out every week. We really, really appreciate you all. With that being said, for Bubba Duke and myself, Carl Carafel, that has been another edition of Turnbuckle Talk, and we will see you on the next one.